Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology. Happy Friday, everybody. Today we are going to take another look at Mars's upcoming square to Uranus, which is perfecting on Monday. We've already taken one look at it this week, and we're going to take another one today. And today I thought I'd shake things up and tell you some stories from the field. These are stories that I have gathered over the years, stories that I can't forget, that I'm sure once you hear, you won't be able to forget, that are... Um, very typical of Mars Uranus. These are pretty dramatic examples. So often Mars Uranus is nowhere near as dramatic as the stories you're going to hear today, but that's why I called it stories you won't be able to forget. These are stories that I can't forget that care are very um, typical of Mars Uranus combinations. But also I tried to think of those things that I have heard that have been most difficult, like super typical Mars Uranus difficulties that actually had a really positive outcome in the end. So this has a little silver lining built into it, but it, like a trigger warning, this is like rated R. I would say this is probably like a PG-13 to rated R series of stories that if you're not in the mood to hear, you probably shouldn't watch this episode. Uh, but they all do turn out positively, I would say. Anyway, that is where we're heading today as a way of deepening our understanding of Mars and Uranus coming up next Monday. We're going to take a look at 10 stories, 10 real life stories of Mars Uranus transits or uh, needle placements or mundane transits that I just can't forget. Before we get into it, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments, tell us your stories by using the hashtag grabbed uh, or send us an email grabbed at nightlightastrology.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Okay, well, uh, so let's just review the transit of Mars square to Uranus comes through on the 26th. And that transit is, let's put it up on the real time clock just really briefly. Here it is. Here it is. All right. Okay, let me see where did my, my epic pen go? Ah, here we go. All right, let me pull this over here. Sorry, somehow my, my pen was out of my sight. So you can see that Mars is at 21 degrees of Leo, squaring Uranus at 21 degrees of Taurus. And this is early in the morning on Monday, June 26th, that it's coming through. It's already in that application engagement range uh, of three degrees. So very much in the air right now and will be cooking all the way through July 1st. So um, we've already talked quite a bit about, I said, I talked about five things I love and five things I could live without uh, on a previous episode. And today what I want to do is I want to tell you 10 Mars Uranus stories that I can't forget. Now, where were these gathered from? Um, primarily clients and students, but also the stories I've heard on social media and some in some cases through the Grab series uh, that have not made it through to a video um, over the past couple of years, I guess now. So anyway, these are all characteristically brutal <laughs> in the sense that you know mars square uranus can be sudden violent destructive unpredictable erratic intense frustrating it represents challenges that crop up in unexpected dramatic ways that are not easy to deal with okay so and yet they often constitute major breakthroughs major um dis a discovery of your courage your confidence an individualizing or individuating breakthrough um and so you know, while Mars Uranus can be sort of erratic and destructive, usually what comes with that is also a sense of a breakthrough that maybe was prompted somehow by the sudden moment of chaos that came out of nowhere. So with that in mind, these are 10 stories. Now, I want to tell you in advance that I what I do in cases like an episode like this 
is I will often slightly, it's like a, I make it like a creative nonfiction. This is, these are based on true events. I slightly alter the way that I tell the story to protect people's anonymity. So, um, and th these are, a lot of these were gathered in way in public forums too. So there's only a couple that I really had to do this with, but anyway. Um, so number one is, um, I thought this was really interesting. I had a client who knew quite a bit about astrology and they were very aware of the fact that they had transiting Uranus coming to oppose their natal Mars. Now to me, opposition square, not a huge difference when you were just talking about the combination of archetypes, they had an opposition coming up to their Mars and they knew it was coming and they just knew that something difficult was going to pop up and they were, what's going to happen? You know, we were talking about it in a reading and so forth. I guess you'll, we'll wait and see, you know, and they ended up um, taking a fall, having a fall and breaking a leg. Um, because that happened, they were laid up from work for a little while. And during that period of being laid up from work, as Uranus was continuing that same transit, they realized that they were no longer wanting to, um, they were not wanting to do that kind of work any longer. And so they ended up changing their career. So because of this crazy, erratic, violent leg break, right, which was apparently pretty brutal, needed surgery and the whole thing, they ended up changing their career. So that is a perfect example of like Mars Uranus at its most destructive, but most liberating sort of at the same time. And that's why it's a hard transit to talk about without freaking people out. But also, you know, you want to make sure that you, you tell the full story because the leg break was only one part of that transit, if that, if that makes sense. Number two, <laughs> this one I'll never forget just because I n personally know the person that this happened to. Um, and so anyway, there was a squabble over a game of Settlers of Catan that uh, like permanently altered a friendship and basically ended a friendship that was needing to end. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> you guys know the game Settlers of Catan. It's a great game and one that like my wife and I love to play and stuff like that. But Anyway, I know this person who um, told me about this. And so I was like, well, I've got to see what the transit was. <laughs> I had their chart. And so I looked and I was like, oh, it's Mars Uranus. <laughs> you don't need my sheep. Stop building your damn roads. This friendship is over. <laughs> so anyway, a fight over a game of settlers of Catan that would forever alter a toxic friendship, but was very liberating. Number three. The bungee jump that led to a marriage. I thought this was really super fascinating that um, there was, I had a client of mine who was um, studying abroad in a foreign country. Um, and basically they were someone who was really averse to risk-taking and they went bungee jumping. And the way they described it was that that bungee jump changed their life and sort of indirectly led through a, a, a series of events that all were that all came out of the courage that and, and like confidence that they got from having done that um, to uh, find their soulmate and get married. And that was the way they described it. And so um, I was curious and I said, I'd like to see like what was happening in your chart when you did the bungee jump. And uh, it turned out that it was a, a Mars Uranus transit. So I thought that was a Uranus transit to their natal Mars. So anyway, and that had been in the past, but the way they described it was super like, they were like, everything changed in my life when I started taking these risks in college. Like, and in particular, I like, I went bungee jumping and actually really changed my life. <laughs> Just remember being like, that's interesting. I wonder what transit was present. There's Mars Uranus. 
It's a simple one, but it gets to the heart of what Mars Uranus can do. No devastating injury or accident, but a dramatic risk-taking event that for someone who was very averse to risk-taking that ended up leading to a series of further, you know, courageous acts that would lead um, them to, you know, take the risk of, of going out with their, their soulmate and ending up getting married to them. Anyway, this one is really interesting. I had a woman one time during the midst of a uh, Uranus-Mars transit that was um, literally in her seventh house. She had Uranus in her first house, opposing Mars in her seventh. Um, so if you know charts, like you can imagine that. Anyway, uh, her and her boyfriend were in a minor car accident, but her boyfriend at the time like acted, um, I guess, super erratically and aggressively to the people that um the other people that were involved in the accident and it like revealed something of what she she had an underlying feeling about that like this wasn't the right person and that she didn't like certain things about him and this like total freak out blow up temper loss on his part led to her breaking up with him that was uranus opposing her natal mars i thought that was fascinating uh this is another interesting one I had a, a gentleman that came in one time and he talked about um, he was sober for quite some time at the time that I saw him. And he mentioned that it was a road rage incident that actually led him to his rock bottom moment where he started going to a 12 step program. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Um, and I won't go into the details, but basically he was the one who got the road rage and could have gotten into a lot of trouble, but didn't. And it somehow was a come to Jesus moment for him. I looked, I said, well, I'm just really curious. Is it okay if I look at the transit? And this was, um, and this might make a difference, but it, this one was Uranus conjoining his natal Mars. So that's fascinating. Uh, number six on my list. So um, this was really super fascinating. This was a woman probably in her like late 60s that I talked to. And she had been a mother and, um, and you know, kind of like the prototypical spiritual, not religious, um, person who marries a very like practical, formal man who has no interest in religion, thinks that all of her spiritual interests are like crazy. Um, and is sort of an, an a, not like a, a, a cruel, but like a, like an, like an oppressive figure for her to be around. And so some of this was like her own doing she didn't know herself very well when she got into this relationship, the way she described it was that like she was young and blah, blah, blah. So she had kids with this person and grew old and was very, very um, submissive and like passive. And um, at one point she felt like she just couldn't stand the abuse any longer. And there was like a, a family gathering that was happening at her house with extended family, but also her own children. And um, she couldn't handle her husband's like sort of persistent and all pervasive op oppressiveness, which never manifested the way she put it in like violence or anything, but it was like just this all pervasive, like controlling, stifling environment. And she screamed. She just got so sick of him when he said something or did something that she just completely went ape shit and like white knuckled and just closed her eyes and like screamed. And it was in front of like a whole group of family. And this was her in the session. This had been many years previous. So again, I was like, well, that would be really interesting to see what was going on. And sure enough, it was a Mars Uranus transit. Anyway, I thought it was interesting because the thing that seemed to be very positive that came out of it 
was that basically everyone in the family became aware that she had been repressing things. And that seemed to have had a positive ripple effect on everyone in the family, including her own kids. And she also cited it as the first in a series of events that would eventually lead to her divorcing. So, you know, a scream. How Mars Uranus is a scream. Uh, number seven, the sudden death of a child that led to a charitable cause. Now, this is actually sort of like well, this is, uh, I would just say, an acquaintance that had a, uh, a child die um, very suddenly and, and dramatically, uh, less than a year old. And um, uh, they ended up launching in the wake of this event, which was a Mars-Uranus transit, they ended up launching an annual fundraiser to support, um, it was like research toward this particular syndrome and, and so forth that like took the life of her child. It was Mars Uranus, very dramatic, very sudden, unexpected, but it did lead to um, something pretty positive. Um, and, and in, you know, like a charitable uh, fundraiser that I believe is still around. Anyway, uh, number eight is the sudden death of a colleague that led to a community project. This is a colleague that Ashley and I know. And I was friends with this um, person to a certain extent. She worked at our yoga studio and she was uh, very suddenly and tragically um, uh, murdered in Washington, DC. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was on Christmas. It was like, I think it was Christmas day that she was murdered. Anyway, um, because of her passing um, under your, that Uranus-Mars dynamic, which was active in her birth chart, I knew because we talked about her chart from time to time at the studio. And so I looked at it and it was like, wow, this is a Mars Uranus dynamic. And um, yet one of the things that came out of that was that Ashley and I launched the first iteration of our community uh, herbal medicine garden, where we had a garden that we would have people over to for classes and stuff like that. And um, everything was either free or by donation. And we gave anything we did by donation was simply to support the ongoing, um, you know, just life of the garden itself. But the reiteration of that that came through the Kickstarter uh, is now leading to our first series of community herbal workshops, all of the proceeds of which have gone to charity or have been for free. Um, you guys helped support that. And that all came originally, that idea came after we lost a colleague who was a fellow herbalist and yogi to who was murdered suddenly. And that was a Uranus Mars transit. Whew. Not easy. Um, the, this one was uh, someone that I knew when I lived in New York City in the very early days of my practice, uh, like 2010, when I was still living in New York City and first doing client work, I met with someone that I was sort of like, again, like sort of a friend of a friend type of situation, which was a lot of my first early readings. And um, one of their parents had died in a drunk driving accident, and it ended up leading to them doing really, really well in school and sort of like excelling in, in getting a scholarship, it was like their way of coping with the loss was to um, become, you know, really focused on doing well in school, which may not have always been the healthiest. I don't know. I mean, I could imagine it, it might've been a great coping mechanism. Maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. But either way, their Mars Uranus transit in their chart coincided with a drunk driver taking the life of one of their parents. And then they become them at the tail end of high school becoming super focused and super um, on point academically and then getting a scholarship. It's like, you know, you can't make this stuff up. It's very powerful. And then finally, um, one of the things that I thought was really 
uh, interesting was that um, I one time uh, worked with someone who had a small brick and mortar business uh, in a relatively small uh, town. And um, this was on the East Coast. And they um, basically someone just did graffiti on the side on the wall outside of their um, like the brick wall of the exterior of the building. Um, and so the individual took it as an opportunity to um, to uh, hire some people to do the whole wall as a mural with the um, approval of like the landlord who owned the building that the businesses were in. So what I found interesting was that when this person was talking to me about this, among other things in the session, I just noticed that the transit that was perfecting in their chart at the time that they were telling the story, uh, which was present at the time of the reading, it had happened very recently, was a Mars-Uranus dynamic. Fascinating. A very Mars-Venus dynamic too, by the way. That story could easily be a Mars-Venus story in my opinion. But Anyway, these are 10 stories that, you know, when I sat down and started taking some notes and trying to figure out like, what, what good Mars Uranus stories do I know? Um, these were of, I came up with more than these, but these were the ones that I thought made for some really good stories to share with all of you. And um, I slightly doctored some of them to, you know, protect some people's anonymity. But otherwise, um, that's the gist of it. And that's the kind of stuff that Mars Uranus does. So, um, Buckle up. It's an intense transit. It's going to hit everyone differently. If you have planets, you know, right around um, like the early 20s of the fixed signs, you'll really feel it. But, um, you know, if you don't, you probably it's it's not like it hits everyone like at the level of these stories. It rarely does unless it's hitting an angle or planets in your birth chart at the same time, honestly. But you can still notice the energy in the air. And I would love to hear your stories. So if you've got them, don't forget to share them. Use the hashtag grabbed. The ancient name for the planets was grahas, which means grabbers, but also the word had a double meaning, which meant to grasp or to understand. And so the planets show up in our lives through the unconscious, they grab us. And through our reflecting on these uh, events with the help of the planetary symbolism, uh, we come to grasp and understand uh, some of the meaning. We get to participate in the creation of meaning, which is, you know, just such a sacred ability that we have. And that's why I love astrology so much. And that's why I love to tell your guys' stories too. So if you've got one, you want to add into the Mars Uranus mix, use the hashtag grabbed or email it to us, grabbed at nightlightastrology.com. You can find a transcript of today's talk on the website as well, if you're looking for that. And you can find some of my readings and courses on the website as well. Be sure to email us if you have any questions about readings or classes, info at nightlightastrology.com. All right, that's it for today. Take it easy, everyone. Have a great weekend.